The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Merry Christmas, everybody. And um, can you believe I'm actually going to know what date it is today? You know, do you know what date it is today? I do know what date it is today. It is the 27th. Oh, aren't you getting clever? I am. You only know because of how close it was to Christmas. Yes. Mm. That's the only reason. I didn't even have to look at the date today. I'm, I'm so good. So right, what, we just need regular holidays and then you'll know when, what day of the week it is? Um, regular holiday, yes, but by regular it has to be exactly um, the same date, so I always know when Christmas and New Year's are. Well, that's what I mean by regular, it'll be the same time every, yeah. so, every year. Yep. Oh, great. More, more holidays, yay. Exactly. Just so I know what the date is. Well, well, good evening. You need some reason to celebrate, right? Exactly. All right. So, today I am going to be making granola. Good morning, everybody, by the way. I want to say hi, first of all, to our uh, co-facilitator, Twinkling Tori, as always. Hello, Tori. Hello, Herbie. And over on the Zoom side of things, we've got Nelvis. Who has not left? Hello, Herbert. How you doing? Hello, Elvis. <laughs> are, are, are you enjoying your uh, blue Christmas there? Uh, oh, I am. I am. I just wish there were some snowflakes to make it she, white. She, she, she's <laughs> having a blue Christmas and wants a white Christmas. I don't blame her. <laughs> Me either. That's right. And over on the and over on the clubhouse side, we have um, wonderful uh, Allison. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Oh, good afternoon, yes. Tori. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, whenever it is. We're good just day, glad mate. that to... Good I might, yes. <laughs> Off... I don't think we've ever had an Australian on this call, but... Uh... That's pretty much the only thing we haven't had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, anyway, Anyway, guys, shall, shall before... we get on to making some granola? Well, I'd love to, but the problem is somebody wanted their breakfast before. Oh, well, that is, that is very important. You need to feed your wife. Exactly, because, you know, they, they, okay, do, they get their breakfast hot and fresh. Yeah, do that first. And yes. And, and then we'll worry about the granola. That, that sounds good. Okay. But, uh, yes, I am going to make uh, granola today. And, um,. This is going to be interesting because this is one of the few times, and it's becoming a more and more common occurrence, that uh, I tackle one of Tori's recipes. This is also going to be interesting because, although it's one of technically my recipes that I was given by somebody who I know has tried it and used it successfully, it's not actually one I've used myself yet. All right. So it's going to actually be an experiment for both of us. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. And so, um, wife of mine, if you want to come to the table, 
I will let you pour on your syrup because uh, I really can't afford to have messy hands right now. Syrup is sticky stuff. Now guys, you might think it's strange that I'm actually doing this right here on the cooking call. And there actually is a reason why, aside from the fact that, uh, you know, I believe in serving hot and fresh food. You know, if you're in the kitchen and you have other people, you might be doing multiple things at the same time. And well, so even I think if you don't, I mean, you still you yep. might have to, if, like if you're baking, you might need to do yep. the baking while sorting your own dinner. Exactly. So I'm actually showing you all a real life kitchen and what you might experience. Welcome to the real world, people. Yep. It's a scary place, but someone's got to live there. It, it, it is. All right. So with that, let's get the tea to the table, and then we can actually get started on the granola. We also have an hour and a half anyway, so... Wait, she gets tea as well? Yes, she does. Some people have all the luck. Nobody's made me oh. a cup of tea this morning. I have I'm to make sorry. my own. If you come... I'm sorry. If you, you come here, be. I'll make you one. I don't know, it might be easier to make my own cup of tea than come all that way just for a cup of tea. Indeed. I might come and visit you at some point, but not just for tea. You don't want to travel across the world for a cup of tea. I love my tea, but not that much. Okay. You're welcome. Alright guys, now that we're done with that, let's actually get on with the recipe for granola. There's actually one of two granola recipes that I have. We're going to post both to the uh, cook's list. But, Thanks um, for telling me. <laughs> well, you, we talked about this last week, remember? No. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, so we talked about because there was one I originally had and then Tori had this other one that looked a lot better. And, um, so that is what we're going to do. So I actually need to bring up the recipe. I remember the first part, which is going to be four cups of oatmeal. Okay, this is not going to work. Thank you. Sarah, are you sure this is mine? What? As far as I can tell, that syrup is yours. The other one I have is, uh... No, I guess it is. I think it is. I think it is, too. How can we tell sugar-free syrup from regular syrup? That's another discussion in itself, but I'll gladly talk about it real quick while I'm bringing up my recipe. You might as well. As we're giving you better home and garden tips. And that is usually the sugar-free bottles tend to be a little bit smaller than the regular bottles. Um, that being said, one thing I've learned is that different brands have very different tastes. So the disadvantage if you're picky about taste is you might have extra bottles of syrup in your house that you don't know what to do with because one isn't liked, but that goes with anything. So it's all good. 
Well, this, the good thing is something like syrup is really easy to deal with because you can just make sure that you use it in a kind of baking recipe or something. Including this granola recipe. Exactly. All right. Now I have my recipe brought up, so we're actually going to really get to cooking now. Really? Really. Hmm. So we're going to get Are four cups. You cook, cups I'll make a mess. Sounds good. All right. Logan, clean up. Good boy. You at least got the dog to help clean <laughs> I, You I get spill, to make your own oh, cup I of tea, but... on the floor. <laughs> All right. So on that note, let's talk about how to properly handle your oatmeal so that you do not make a mess. Wants me to Trick number one <laughs> Sorry, is get out a mixing bowl. And where did my mixing bowls go? There they went. Yikes. Okay. That did not sound good. I know it didn't sound good because I'm in my setup right now. I'm actually hearing myself through the headphones. So I'm going to go fix the volume real quick. But I did... All that banging around your hearing is me getting out the mixing bowl. And it was buried between other things. And that's what happens when you just don't get your stuff out ahead of time. Hey, Herbie, I thought you were showing them how to do stuff without making a mess. Well, there was only pots and pans that were coming out of the cupboard and I got them back in. Well, I just called so. the dog. The, clean the mess is cleaned up now. It's fine. All right. Well, I don't know if dogs can put pots and pans back No, they're in not the likely thing. to do that, no. They're great for cleaning up spilled food, but they're not so good at putting pans in such a way. Sorry and all that. You have to do that yourself. See, yeah, that's just having a hard luck day, aren't I? All right, so on that note, let us continue on. So the first thing we're actually going to do now that I've done with all that is get out the oatmeal. And um, my oatmeal, at least, comes in a large container. This is the old-fashioned kind that uh, is not instant so i'm getting it out you can well i was about to make a mess though i think this can is right sealed. that is exactly what happened to me mine was in a large container mine's not instant either uh, it's just that i went to pour some in my cup and it came out way too fast and um some of oh, it boy. missed now, thankfully, the oatmeal has a protective film on it when you first purchase it from the store, so that would have averted disaster here, but... Ah, uh... Uh, yeah, you see, the thing is, I had just removed the film and stuff from mine. Yep. <laughs> see? All right, so let's see, see if I can... <laughs> let's see if you can... Do this without making a mess. So this container is 
it's very easy for you to make a mess of this container because it is very large. It's very unyieldy. But as you can hear, it's all going in the bowl. What you cannot tell is that the cup is not filling up easily. And I'm using a two cup measuring cup, which does make life a lot easier. So I can actually, the two cup measuring cup is actually the width of the can. So that makes pouring easy. And I'm just trying to make sure this cup is filled. There's some extra going into the bowl, but that's not going to hurt anything. And now I'm going to carefully put the lid back on. And the cup is really clean because it's just oats, but I'm going to put it in the sink anyway. I would have kept and it I'm for now. In a two cup measuring cup? I don't think I need that. Mm. That's true. Yeah, you did say you got your two cup one. Yeah, you're going to want the smaller yes. ones for the other measuring. Okay, I'll let you have that one. All right, that's what I thought. Well, thank you. I, 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 I'm grateful for your permission. I know, I'm just so right. generous. You are. Next, we're going to need nuts. And let's see if I can find where I put mine. And uh, what I got for the occasion was a um, bag of raw almonds because it calls for raw nuts or seeds. And uh, I thought almonds would go really good for this recipe. I have a mixture of, of peanuts and cashews. I also have some granola bars staring me right in front of the face here. Can I just use that and say this is granola? No. No? Nope. Okay. Well, at the moment, I'm finding my walnuts that I just used, had used for the uh, uh, my monkey bread. I kind of nuts, so if you can't find your others, you could use those. <laughs> yep. All right. So, I know why I can't find the almonds, because I didn't put them there. Alright then, I can't find the almonds at the moment, so they will turn up after I'm done, but that's how these things go. Oh, absolutely. So, the question you might be wondering though, how do I know that it's walnuts that I have and not almonds? And that is very easily told not so much by the packaging, though it is different, but just also how they feel through the packaging. And I could just tell at literally a finger glance that these are walnuts. They are, well, for one thing, these are chopped up. But they just have a different feel to them, and I don't know how to explain it any better than that. But um, nuts do feel different from the each other. best way is... Whenever you get a certain type of nut, examine it, because different nuts have different shapes and textures. And the easiest way to know what your nut shape and texture is, is to examine it and get familiar with it. Yep. And um, the other giveaway, too, is the fact that the package for the uh, uh, walnuts doesn't have a seal on it, because it was already opened because of the monkey bread, so... Yep. 
All right, so what we need is oil, nuts, salt, and cinnamon. So it calls for four cups of cup, uh, four cups of rolled oats, which we just did. And, um, you know, I, I assume they're rolled. I don't know. They, they look flat to me, but... Uh... I'm, they'll be rolled oats, Harvey. You're fine. Okay. I'm trusting you, because I'm going to find they're unrolled later. <laughs> I, I figure that if they're real oats, then um, it's not going to matter too much. So, ah, you, you, you might be on something there. Mm-hmm. So, next we're going to need... One and a half cup raw nuts. And so for this, like I said, I've got uh, a cup and a half measuring cups. And I'm going to pour my package of nuts into the bowl. So I'm opening the bag. And for this one, I can actually just scoop out. If I had a smaller cup for the oats, I could have tried scooping out of the container. But... I really didn't want to because, like I said, my two-cup measuring cup is the exact width. So that would have made scooping a lot harder. Okay, so now that you're in the bowl, and I'm just kind of mixing it all up a little bit by hand here. This is not the full mixing. But just to kind of get them all started. I could do two cups of nuts, but there's quite a bit in here. Um, what we are going to do is just a tiny bit of salt. And I don't remember exactly how much it calls for, but I just know we only need a tiny bit. Yeah, it's like a half or a quarter of a teaspoon. I'm not doing salt because when I asked my husband to get me some nuts, one of the types of nuts he got me was salted, so I'm not adding salt. Uh, yeah, that makes sense because they already have this salt in them. It's a teaspoon okay. of salt, or if you're using table spoil, uh, uh, table salt, then you want um, to scale back to three quarters of a teaspoon. All right, well, we're using sea salt here, so. Uh, oh, a teaspoon then. And then it calls for a half teaspoon ground cinnamon. Uh, way more than that. And yes, I uh, I'm sorry, I hear way more than that. Comment. <laughs> sorry. And uh, as if I would do any less than uh, 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 you wound me. Well, like a tablespoon, maybe. You think that's enough? Okay. I don't know. Yep, a tablespoon. I think will definitely be good. Again, this is going to go over the bowl because any extra, well, it's going to go right in the bowl and you can't have too much cinnamon. Well, actually, I think you can, but... Uh, it takes a uh, lot for it to be too much, though, doesn't it? It does. And especially... It matters, too, if it's raw cinnamon or if you're adding stuff into it. So there, we've added a full tablespoon of cinnamon. You can, of course, do it how you want, depending on your preference. For cinnamon. And my cinnamon, as I explained uh, just very recently, comes. This one comes in a square container. It has the little holes on one side and the spout on the other. I just actually took the lid off to pour into the tablespoon. That was the easiest way to do it. And 
Now I'm going to just take my spoon and kind of stir it. And now is a good time for any questions. Now, if your questions are about our sanity, we can't help you. But Ooh, you there are no answers to that. No. There are some hands so in not, Zoom. No, oh. no hands in Zoom? Okay. No, there, there are, are hands. hands. There are hands there in are Zoom. Hands. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we were going to do one in Zoom, and then we'll see if there's anybody in Clubhouse. So let's start with Zoom. Elizabeth. Elizabeth, welcome. Hey, Liz. I'm tapping that on Now you button. can hear me. Hi. There yes, you go. can. Cool. Okay. What, um, what is it you can't help? I'm sorry. I missed the, the back and forth on... There was a... Sanity. I'm sorry? Never mind. Uh, we can't help if your question is about how sane we may or may not be. Oh, no. Sanity is not something that happens during the holidays. It's been suspended for further, till further notice. Um, oh, that's all right, then. Yeah, it's good. That explains uh, ACD Presents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I absolutely buy into your cinnamon, um, putting in more cinnamon. I know people who also put in a little ginger in, instead of some of the cinnamon or yada, yada. Um, I do have a question. How does this recipe differ from the other granola recipe that you had? The other one had a bunch of stuff like wheat germ and things like that. Oh, yeah. It. Yeah. You can always do that, of course. You know, you can take some yeah. of the oats out and use some other things like wheat yeah, germ. Yeah, well, that's what the other recipe was, but we wanted this yeah, one. Yeah, this simple. Right. This but, is the more, yeah, this is a more yeah, basic. Flaxseed. This is the thing about granola that you make yourself is it's going to have a lot less sugar and a lot less oil usually than the bought stuff. And so you can do that. Um, I would tend to put down a little bit of oil on the baking sheet itself besides whatever you mix into the granola. And I don't know what temperature you do this at, but... 350. What, 350. Okay, good. I, what I do with mine is I don't know how long, how long are you cooking it for? Uh, so we're getting we'll ahead be of discussing here, that we'll in be cooking a, in it for an oh, hour. Oh, all right. Because one of the things you can do is you can stir it away from the edges so it doesn't get stuck while you're cooking it. But the other thing you can do that sort of works is towards the end of your cooking time, just turn the oven off because all you're doing is really drying this stuff out. And so if you let it sit in the oven, there's a lot of heat in the oven and let it dry out on its own, just sitting in that oven until the oven cools down. Your texture, it's going to get more clumped together and stuff, you, and then you can bust it If you have an up. electric oven, though, for anyone who might have gas, that doesn't work quite as well. Oh, but it's it cools still, down really quickly. Yeah, but I... You, you want to do it. My, I've got a gas oven, and it stays warm enough so that, you know, it'll stay in there for another 15 minutes and cool down slowly. And actually, the texture, if you do that, is kind of nice. So it's another option, and, it you know, you just okay. shut it off a couple minutes before. And hi to both Tori and both of you, so it's it's good you're, you're there. Hi there. Hi. Thank you for doing this, Herbie. Thank you for your tips, Liz. Uh, let's, let's not forget to say hi to her dogs as well. They were helping out Tori a little bit ago. Yeah, they, they were helping with the cleanup when I spilled some oatmeal. <laughs> yeah, they, they love that. That's good. They're also really dedicated to corn chips. but that's because My dog, well, Logan is really dedicated to any food I'll let him eat. Yes, so, yes. Um, so he was very, very, very pleased when I told him to come and clean up when I made a mess. Yeah, now, the thing that is interesting about um, the granola, of course, is that 
oats is one of those things that if you're diabetic is is a good carb to eat because it's so slow and so you can eat a handful of this and it'll um it'll be you know a good little snack so that's another kind of added all right so if we can i want to focus really more on the cooking tips right now we can talk about the health benefits while the stuff is cooking if that's all right so yep um we Definitely. T- I, I, so let me clarify questions on just the cooking so far. Yeah, we'll um, discuss right, any- other stuff later. But thank exactly. you, Liz. Exactly. Yes. Thank you, Liz. And okay, do we have anybody in Clubhouse? No, no raised hands at this time. No raised hands. All right. Well, we do have another hand in too. We do. All right. Well, just remember, if you have questions, guys, uh, like uh, one, of, one of our hosts says, up, 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 up. Okay. <laughs> um, I couldn't resist. Okay. Who have we got in Zoom? Ibrahim, the birthday boy. Happy birthday, my friend. Oh, the birthday boy. Thank you. The Thank you. Boy. Happy birthday, Ibrahim. And Thanks. hello. You don't look a day over 20. <laughs> um, I would, why you look just exactly the same you... as you did yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I wanted to say that, um, so I saw the ingredients for the recipe is half a cup of uh, oil, and then yep. you're going to measure up maple syrup or syrup afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. Just a tip before you start that is to measure the oil first and then the maple syrup and then use the same cup so that the... That's what I've just done. Yeah, syrup yep. uh, easily comes out. Yeah. Thank you for making sure that everyone remembered about that. Thank you. All right. Do you have another question? Do you want to take it now or do you want to wait? Yes, we will take it now. Donna. Donna, welcome. Hey, Donna. Hey, guys. So what can you use if you're allergic to nuts? Um, Seeds. Seeds. Can you have seeds? Um, Yeah. There you go. Because it it does specify in the recipe seeds or nuts. Oh, okay. Okay. Can I put other things in there too? You can. You can put chocolate chips, dried fruit, shredded coconut, all of those things. You don't want to put chocolate chips until after it cooks, right? Yes, that's right. But if you're doing dry, if you're doing the dried fruit and that, you can do it whenever you want. I mean, technically, you could if you wanted chocolatey granola, you could put it in before it cooks. But can I put peanuts instead of other? Because I can have peanuts, I just can't have peanuts. Well, I'm using peanuts as my one of my nut, some of my nuts. Okay. Um, so you can use any kind of nut you want, any or any kind of seed you want, or some combination of those things. Okay, because I'm I'm allergic to um tree nuts but i can have peanuts mm-hmm. and what about like um maybe some pretzels yeah technically you can add anything that you want into it okay if you think it'll go great in your granola then add it i mean the tastes will vary and <laughs> results will too but if you think it'll be a good addition throw it in there so peanut I butter. think we should try a good dollop of ranch dressing. Put some peanut butter. Mm. Yeah. Ranch well, dressing and peanut butter? I don't know about that, but okay. <laughs> if you're doing the ranch dressing, Herbie, then um, you definitely will have um, different results to most of us. But yeah. Like, for example, nobody wanting to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds nasty. Your dogs might. I tried to taste. Nasty. 
That sounds purely The wet. only one of my dogs who would go near that is Logan. And I'm not being funny, but he'll eat a rock if it stays still long enough. So. All right. <laughs> well, you know, your digestive system can be hard. So, you know, he might find the rock in a hard place. So. All right. Moving on. That's what he hoped the rock would do. That's for sure. Okay. Uh, thank you, Donna. So, are there any other questions in the clubhouse? And as we've already mentioned, questions about Herbie's sanity are not going to be answered on this call. <laughs> no. It's Abraham not where we're trying to be disrespectful. Sorry. There just are no answers. Okay. okay. And no, Abraham has his hand up again. Do you want to wait? All or... right. Well, He's a birthday boy. We, we can let him go. Okay. We'll let him <laughs> um, I was just going to say that another nut free option. Uh, possibly is chickpeas. Uh, uh, no, I yeah. wouldn't suggest chickpeas. <laughs> I know it's uh, <laughs> normally a savory combination, but um, it actually no, does No, I, I know savory, chickpeas can be uh, other flavors, but I mean, uh, if you dried them, um, like cook yeah, them, um, so not, they dry. No, um, not, not, canned, not canned chickpeas. Oh, okay. So you meant for them to be dried? Yeah. No, oh, okay. No, then, no, in no. that case, that yeah, that would work. It's just that you they go kind of icky if they were the yes, uh, yes, if, yes, yes, yeah. But yeah, yeah, if they were dried chickpeas, then yeah, oh, that would be. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of them, so it's not necessarily something I would go for. But it it could work because there I've seen quite a few sweet recipes involving chickpeas, and so yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely All right. Right. Very good. <clears throat> well, on that note, let's get away from chickpeas and ranch dressing and talk about coconut oil. So this one calls for either coconut or olive oil. And of course, I remember now where my almonds were. In with the coconut oil? Exactly. And uh, let's. Wow. That was okay. loud. That was really that was loud. loud. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that, guys. Um, I'm, when I'm digging around here in the cupboard. So the coconut oil comes in a jar that's very similar to peanut butter, actually. Just a lot smaller. Or bigger, depending on how big of a jar you get. Yep. So, we will add in some almonds as well to this. Don't want them to go to waste. So the almonds definitely come in a much slimmer package than the walnuts did. The walnuts came in a package that was more longer, and this one is taller. So I'm just going to pour... Now these are whole almonds, so should I chop these? Probably a little bit, at least. Alright, so we're going to take these over to my fancy schmancy ninja blender, which I have not used on the call. And uh, we're going to pour some into this cup. And let's talk about this, uh, I think it's a ninja blender. Um, but anyway, it has different sized cups that you pour stuff into. 
And then afterwards, we're going to put the blade on top and screw it onto the top of the cup. And then set it into a base and press down. And uh, this is going to make a little bit of noise, but... Uh, You know what, let's see if we can do this, guys. Hold on. That was it. Starting to chop things up, but... Uh... Now that that's done, at least I think it's done, we're going to find out. I'm going to take this off and feel inside to, to see what we've got. Oh, wow. Hopefully you've got very well chopped nuts. Yeah, I do. It's more, it looks more like almond powder, actually, but... Uh, okay, might have been chopped for a bit longer than you meant it to be. Uh, just a little bit. Oh well. But, uh, I don't think it. That's be how these things go. So there, that's now mixed, and I'm just mixing that in by hand. So the first thing I want to get back to the oil now because what it calls for is a half cup of melted coconut oil. Or olive oil. I figured that coconut oil would taste a little bit better. It taste-wise, it wouldn't matter a lot, but coconut oil then, when it cools later, sets really well. But I am using olive oil in my case because I thought I had some coconut oil, and I don't. I used it all up. You're making a mess, but I've got the coconut oil. You're making a mess. I am so not making a mess. My kitchen is nice and clean. Which bit? That's the laugh of the century. Actually, believe it or not, the this is not a messy recipe because most of it I've been able to do in the bowl. So the messy, first messy part might actually be the coconut oil. Because we're not dealing with flour or anything like that, so... Now the first trick with this stuff is uh, we're gonna get the lid off and I had to use a towel to kind of grip it. It is a one of those thicker plastic lids and we're going to get the paper off. All right. And um, I'd forgotten how thick this stuff was. Oh boy. Yeah. Right. That's, okay. That's why you need to melt it because you're not going to mix it in if it's not melted. Exactly. All right. So I'm guessing this stuff could probably benefit from a stirring. 
before we try to um, get it out. You just want to be um, spooning like out peanut. clumps of it. It's it's yeah, it's like really thick peanut butter, and you just need to just yep spoon it out and then melt it. That's why the melty part is required because you need to melt it in order to be able to mix it into your other ingredients. All right. So what I did is I actually was able to stir it. Up. It's kind of clumpy and kind of not, but it's now going to be put in the cup anyway. So, just uh, getting it scooped out here. And, uh, Now let's make sure I actually pour it over the bowl and not on the counter. Now I really am about to make a mess. Okay. And you don't even have the benefit of a dog to come and clean up for you. I do not. That's okay. Now you can come over here and bring your dogs and, uh, oh, but then that wouldn't work. All right. So. I'm going to now put this in the microwave and we're going to say 30 seconds, but I'm sure it's going to need. You should put a container over it or something. No. What? It's fine. Because you're doing it in small increments, it'll be fine. If you're going to be doing it for long sense of time, then yeah, you'd want to cover it, but... Okay. Mm. It's a few more seconds, but... It's mostly melted. And it's not even hot, it's just getting melted there. You're mostly just softening it so that you can use it. Exactly. That's why we're not covering it or anything like that. Yep. I'm going to pour that into the bowl. And next we are going to need either maple syrup or honey. In this case, it's going to be maple syrup. It needs to get used up. And you're sure it's maple syrup, not chocolate syrup? Uh, yes. So, okay, we can talk about syrups real quick. So, the question was asked, am I sure it's maple syrup and not chocolate syrup? This is an does interesting question. And when I Apparently it does. I don't think so myself. But For this particular recipe, I don't think it would matter, but, you know. There are times it would. 
But to answer the question, one half cup maple syrup or honey. Maple syrup and chocolate syrup come in completely different types of containers. Chocolate syrup is a is not a maple syrup container. That's the best way to describe it. It's kind of a rough plastic that's a lot more longer and not as fat. And um, like it also some maple syrup bottles have handles on them. This one definitely does not, though, but uh, chocolate syrup does not have uh, handles on it. But they look and, of course, smell and taste very, very different. So there's no chance of getting those mixed up. So, again, when you get something, try and make sure you're aware of what you're getting each particular day. With your with your grocery order, yep. and get and familiarize uh, familiarize yourself if I can speak with the bottles and containers. Exactly. Okay. And it also makes it easy because we don't even have any chocolate syrup in the house, so and. <laughs> Simplified matters, yeah. I, I would like to think of myself as talented, but I've yet to get chocolate syrup to come out of thin air. There, there's just some things I, well, I cannot do. I know, what good am I when I can't do that? That's. I know, a very good question. Okay, so. Last thing this thing needs is some vanilla extract. And what do you know? I just happen to have some vanilla extract. Which is also a pity we're not using chocolate syrup because chocolate and vanilla go well together. Everything goes well with but, vanilla. Uh, it's a sweet recipe. Yep. So I'm going to get out the vanilla bottle. It is, um, I've described this vanilla bottle before. It's kind of oblong shape. It gets narrower as it gets to the top. There's just a little bit left in here. It calls for like a teaspoon. So we're just going to pour the remaining of this bottle in. Next time you have to describe a different vanilla bottle. I will. And I'll do that when I have a different uh, vanilla bottle to describe. But that's the basic design for them. Well, it's just that you specified Summer that you described that vanilla bottle. Yes. I've, some are glass, some are plastic. Some are round, some are not. I don't know if I've seen a round one, maybe. All We've right. got round ones. No, nope. You've got round ones? All right. Yeah. Mine is a little round bottle. At some point, it'll be very interesting. I'll have to do a cooking call from the UK. Of course, I'll actually go over there. Um, 
Come visit me and make me back uh, with the tea you promised me. Exactly. And uh, describe everything from, uh, you know, how it looks over there and uh, talk about what looks the same, what looks different, and... Uh, Uh, last time I was in the UK, I did not cook, so... Uh, I would hope not. <laughs> but that... No. Well, I'd hope not either. I was 12 years old last time I was there, so... And you're dangerous enough in the kitchen now. Exactly. And, and you guys are a smaller company, so fire there is uh, more problematic, you know, it could, could burn down the whole country, you know... Uh, I don't know about the whole country, maybe the whole village, county, or town, whatever you were in, but not the whole country. Yeah. All I right. might have been safe here in Wales, but as <laughs> people in England we'd have had to worry about. Actually, maybe it is a shame you weren't cooking then. Moving on. <laughs> All right, well, tell us how you really feel. I was just thinking, considering some of the decisions that have been made, um, you know. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. Well, after this, make sure you stay tuned for UK politics with Tori. Everything you want to know about the UK and uh, what is wrong over in England. No, I'm not doing that call. You know why? And the great thing about that call is it'll take your mind off everything that could be wrong over here, so. Yeah, but I'm not doing that call. I can't do that call. You can't? Okay. No. I can't do that call because it's not ACB friendly and I don't have a, Zoom, a paid Zoom account. Alright. So there. And also, I don't want to. Okay. Well, there you go. Sorry, guys. I guess you will not be learning about UK politics today, so... Not from me. Otherwise, though, we could have a new song, London Bridges, burning down, burning down, burning down. Oh, I don't want and London Bridge to burn that... down. I mean, how are you going to okay. watch the canal okay. boats? That would be a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, they won't let me cook in the UK for obvious safety reasons, so you guys are safe over there. For me, anyway. Yeah, it's only me you've got to worry about. Exactly. So I'm stirring this, making sure that everything is coated with the honey and maple syrup and vanilla mixture. And then we're going to put this into a baking pan. And uh, this calls for the pan to be lined with parchment paper. Mm. It also calls for it to be cooked for less time than you originally quoted. Uh, okay, good to know. It calls for it to be cooked. So how long? It says 21 to 24 minutes, stirring it halfway, and then leave to cool for 45 minutes. All right. I think it said leave to you cook. It said something else. I was time? about five minutes, but the cooking time was twenty-one to twenty-four minutes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Whoa. 
All right. I figured I should make sure you were aware of that. So, you know. Yep. I, I did see that in the recipe, actually, because I, I was looking. But uh, good to know. Okay. So I've got now these things of pre-measured out parchment paper, which does make life a lot easier. So I'm going to put one of these sheets in the pan. Actually, I think I'm going to need two sheets. Well, yep, one sheet will suffice. Okay. And then we're going to now pour the granola in the pan and let it cook. And while it's cooking, I think a nap is in order. No. No? No. You know, the last time I no. took a nap when I was cooking something, it cost me a saucepan. Well, how are you going to answer questions if you take a nap? Well, that is a problem, but at least I'll be sleeping so somebody else can figure that one out. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And then we'll direct all the emails with complaints in them to you for you to deal with after your nappies. Oh, wow. I can take really long naps, so I wish. Alright, well I guess we'll hold off on the nap part then. Take a nap later. Been up longer than you and I haven't and I'm not taking a nap yet. So of course because I used a lot of cinnamon it's really grainy to the touch, but that's fine. It's not just I'm not going to put it is um, kind of grainy to the touch anyway. Okay. Alexa, so, the time so am I supposed to actually stir this thing, or can I just cook it all the way through? Um, it says you're supposed to stir it halfway. So. I'm just not sure how I'm going to stir it with a pan that has parchment paper, but I guess we'll find out. Hey, Google. Well, what I'm going set to set timer doing, for ten minutes. What I'm going to be doing is when my timer um, goes off, I'm going to just turn the pan and nudge it a little bit. That'll work. All right, uh, my Google so. isn't talking to me, so then we'll do this instead. Computer, set timer for 10 minutes. 10 minutes, starting now. You know why Google's not talking to you? Because you were telling Google to shut up earlier. No, it's being nice to Google. It's telling her to stop because she had the timer going off. Yeah, well, now she's sulking. Oh. I, my Google did that to me the other day. Mm, they will stop. do that. I made her stop um, so that I could um, get her to not keep doing what she was doing. And then it took me about 10 minutes to get her to respond again. Even though I was stood right beside That's her. That's not good. No. So, I guess she was sulking. I guess so, too. But then sometimes I don't want to talk to me either, so, you know, you can blame her. Oh. Well, to avoid getting into the pity party of things, do we actually have any questions from anybody? We have two hands. So let's start in over in 
Oh, sorry. Zoom, yep. So who's first? And Nancy. we got the birthday boy up again. He just likes to talk as much as you guys do. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we almost need to make him part of the show. <laughs> yeah, right? Yep. Hi, um, Hi, I just wanted to say earlier that um, a tip that works with the working with the coconut oil is if at the start of your recipe you put uh, that jar of coconut oil in a bowl of hot tap water, um, by the time you actually need to use it, it'll probably be uh, softened. Depends on the size of the jar yes, and how, yes, and how long you're doing and, yeah. how, uh, and how long you um, are taking doing the other stuff. It also yeah. depends how cold it was where the jar was stored. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, and another thing. But it will help. Yeah. Um, another thing. Uh, Definitely. Other, I don't, I agree with Tori that I don't think chocolate uh, syrup would make a much difference. Probably it would make it uh, even tastier. Um, other syrups I think that would also work is like date syrup or even um, corn syrup would probably work, but yes, won't be as healthy. So you could use any kind. You can um, use, I mean, it's it says in the recipe that it, you want either honey or maple syrup, but um, you could use a gavy syrup. You could use... Corn syrup, or you could use golden syrup, which is somewhere between those two in consistency, and something like um, corn syrup. It's the closest we can get over here. So, yeah. Um, I mean, it will slightly change the flavoring, but so would whether or not you decide to use maple syrup or honey. So, yes. And I would also say that I would probably use a um, silicone baking mat instead of parchment paper uh, if you had one yeah if i had yeah. i really need to get some of those yeah and um yeah. i also saw online um, a lot of uh, people uh, do um granola in the microwave uh, by using um by stirring every two minutes for 10 minutes in a microwave safe container as oh. uh, another option if uh, the oven is not convenient. Awesome. Thank you, Abraham. Very good. Very good. All right. Who is next? Anyone in Clubhouse? No one in Clubhouse. No questions at this time. <laughs> okay. Cheryl. <laughs> All right. Hey, Cheryl. Welcome. Just wanted to say good morning. I'm kind of late coming on, and it's I've really enjoyed your recipes and your classes. And uh, I know this might be a little bit off topic, but it still has to do with cooking. What do y'all use to label your ingredients and to decipher them? Because that's where I have my most difficulties. Some of it is just learning to recognize different types of containers. Other stuff, we have Braille on other stuff. We um, scan or use things like seeing AI. Uh-huh. Well, I find that the things like seeing AI and, seeing AI and uh, Dream Scanner, I do not do well for some oh, reason. Oh, that's why I put those at the end because those are the least reliable. Yeah. 
Yeah, our best bet is to learn to practice identifying your containers. What we recommend is when you're doing your grocery shopping, if you're going to get something that you're not completely familiar with the type of container or that it has a similar container to something else, then get it at a different time to when you're getting that something else and then make sure you know where you put it. Um, oh, that's that's really interesting. Uh, what I'm having issues with right now is uh, I fixed some index cards with Braille tape with the Dymo tape on there. And then oh. I, I uh, am having trouble with the Dymo tape staying on some of the... Yeah, the, right. I figured that's where you go and that's why my reaction. So what um, I know Kayla does, and it's something that I've started doing because it's more reliable, is if, if you've got a Braille writer... Yes, I do. Awesome. Get some of the sheets of adhesive um, stuff that you can put in that, braille it with that, and then cut the strips yourself and put on the stuff because it's a lot more reliable at sticking than the Dymo tape. Dymo tape, it's the bane of my existence. I got loads of it. I went through and labeled all my several hundred DVDs. Maybe about 50 of them still have labels. I have had so much fun. So you're saying like uh, maybe just some labeling paper, like from Staples and put um, it in the. You want like adhesive. I mean, if it's thick enough to go in a brailler, sure. But you can actually get um, like sheets of adhesive clear. I think paper. American Printing House for the Blind has the, the those. Yes. And yes. places like Maxi Aids, places like that might have them. Yeah, what's, and they're designed. What's it called uh, call again? Adhesive paper? Adhesive adhesive labeling paper, I think, is what it's called. But the, the different places call it slightly different things. But it's designed that you put it into your Braille writer and then just Braille normally and then um, cut it to size, yeah. um, which I know it then means cutting, but it stays on better. Uh -huh. We'll see what another concern is. I would like to use the label again. You know, I'd like to use it again to so label. So one thing, though, I really want to mention, though, like, all right, so, so, I, um, so do you have neuropathy or anything like that? And there's a specific reason why I'm asking not to be personal. Oh, no, um, I, don't have any, I don't have any problems like that at all. So you would be, I think you might be amazed at just how many things you can identify by feel. Yes, I, can, I definitely can shapes and stuff like that I can do, uh, but it's when things are feeling similar, like uh, if I put uh, leftover vegetables, say, in a uh, quart bag. Right. Well, if you want to be able to do it with something that you can use again, then you stick it to the container or put it on something you can attach to the container in some way. Like an index card or something like that? Or something like that, yeah. Uh -huh. know, like, for example, um, the Ziploc baggies, for example, they are actually washable. The what now? The Ziploc bags that you, like, say you put you, right. your vegetables in a Ziploc bag and put them in the freezer. You can actually wash those. So you can put your label on the outside of that, wash it, but just by hand, and then uh -huh. re reuse it. Oh, I'm so glad to know that. Is that um, health-wise safe? Because I had some people If say it's the vegetables, yes. Okay, because a lot of people have said you don't need to keep your Ziploc bags because of the oils from foods. They, well, that wouldn't be healthy. That's what I had been told. Well, I, I would love to save them, of course. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, um, to be honest, unless you're cooking, I mean, if you're cooking something really greasy that you're not going to be able to easily wash out and then putting it in there, then yeah, sure. But if it's just vegetables, Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop. Thank you. If it's just vegetables, then it would work. I mean, there are some foods that you're not going to be wanting to reuse it for, like raw meat, for example. You're not reusing those bags. Right. Okay. So yeah. again, uh, the labeling paper that I would need to ask Maxi Aids or um, uh, Independent Living, uh, for example, or where was that you were y'all were suggesting? Oh, APH. APH. It's, yeah. It's called adhesive labeling paper. Yes. That's the correct name, adhesive labeling paper. I think you're right. That they might call it something different, but they they'll, should they'll know, know what, what you're you talking mean. About. They'll know what you mean when yeah. you ask it. And just say they're labeling sheets. That they're Alexa, like a full stop. sheet of paper. It's all plastic. It's a, it's a sheet of paper. And it, the whole thing is the same size as an eight and a half by eleven uh -huh. sheet yep. of paper. Yep. Yeah, because I had contacted Amazon, and I may order. Oh, Amazon uh, wouldn't know what you're looking for. Okay. Okay, because I had asked them about freezer labels. Well, so, Amazon are going to be focusing on stuff that's not designed to be braille labeled because okay. they don't understand. Okay, so basically, uh, I just need to contact uh, APA for Maxi Aids or Independent Living and ask Yeah, and for tell, tell them what you're looking for, and they'll be able to help you. Okay. And then, and then you just stick it on stuff that you can attach to containers or... Uh, put it on containers that are hey, Google, set timer for 10 minutes. Okay, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Hey guys, right, so we I have just, a raised hand in Clubhouse. All right, so first of all, before we get to them, I'm just going to mention I turned the pan around, so now it's cooking for another 10 minutes, and all right, let's go to Clubhouse. Okay, uh, Teresa, you may unmute and talk. Welcome, Teresa. Hi there, how are y'all doing today? So I heard you guys talking about labels and I wanna give you a great idea that someone gave me and it works so well and you can reuse it as well, label. So I got double-sided tape. Amazon sells this great thin double-sided tape that you can use and then the stuff I use for labels to reuse, to be able to reuse my labels is back in the day, I don't know how many of you are might be my age, but I'm sure some of you know, it was this plastic kind of paper. It's a film, and they used it for overhead projectors. So it's just a plastic, it's called overhead projector paper or film, and it fits the Brailler, and it's a plastic. And when I'm done, like with my spices, because I use a double-sided tape, you just pull it off, and then I could put it on another container or another thing. And then if I put the same paper in the refrigerator or freezer, I can even wipe it off because it's a it's a thin plastic and it works mm -hmm. really well. Oh, the so that's what I use for labeling. The double-sided tape will only stick for so long, but it's a great idea. You can only Oh, I've had I've been doing this for a while and I have no, you know, it's been sticking really well. You know, but no, this I mean, is what you can I, only yeah. you can only remove it and then replace it so many times is what I mean. No, 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 but it comes you can take it comes mine because this the this um this overhead paper is so hot. It doesn't even, I just use more. I just take the label off and you don't even, the double headed, the double headed tape isn't staying on. It's coming off without that. So I just put a new piece of double sided tape on the new oh, thing. Okay. Like, the, the, right. That's why I was meaning you'd need to replace the double sided tape. That's what I was saying. But yeah. Yeah. If you're, yeah. <laughs> if you are doing that anyway, then yeah. 
Yeah, no, it, it, the label comes off, like it just, it pulls off and comes off the double-sided, the double-sided tape doesn't come off. I don't care about that because I ordered all, I got this big thing of tape. Um, they're really thin and I really couldn't believe how much tape I got. So I've got tape forever, but <laughs> there it's really thin tape. So it works well. That was just my idea. I'm going to jump off now idea. and that's all thank I you. wanted to share. Thank you. Right, You're welcome. Well, thank you, Teresa. Definitely. I'm glad to have you on here. Thanks. All right. And I will say, you know, as much as I love technology for when I do have things labeled, I do find Braille labels the easiest to find things in the kitchen. It's the most quickest. So, you know, uh, if you ever want a good reason to just learn how to read Braille, you know, you don't need to read Braille books, but there's just a lot of little things that Braille can help out with to make your life easier. For more information on that, Gail will go visit the Braille Room tonight at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, hosted by Dorlin, and, um, and you can learn more. And You do have another hand in Zoom again. All right, and you can learn more about Braille. All right, who have we got in Zoom? Cheryl is okay. back to say hello. Hello, Cheryl. Oh, okay, uh, just clarifying again, that's an uh, overhead projector, plastic paper. Paper. And do you get that yes. at, say, like, you would purchase that at Staples? <laughs> and somewhere, like, yeah, somewhere like Staples would probably have it, yeah. Okay, because like I said, some containers I don't even have to uh, label. I just know what it is. But it's when things are alike. Mm -hmm. Or if I put it into a quart or to a freezer bag, that's a problem. It feels a lot alike. And if I leave it in the freezer too long, then I get ice crystals, and I sure can't tell what it is. Yep. Makes sense. So y'all don't All experience right. problems or y'all pretty much figured it out, you know, by feeling or with. Well, mostly we get it by feeling and by making sure to know where we put stuff and that kind of thing. Uh-huh. So that other trick you were saying is maybe if I want to get something, get it at a different time and put it in a different place. So yep. that I'll know. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. Very good. Well, thank you guys. Um, so first of all, why don't we see if there's any more questions on either platform? There is one hand in Zoom. All right. Who have we got then? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Hi. Hey there. A label idea that now it, you, you can't do this for the outside of a container, so you will have to open it up. But you can take a bit a label and um, make it in Braille, and then put the label inside a Ziploc bag and put that in your container of whatever it is, and it will never fall off, and it will never come off in the freezer. But the problem, of course, is that you have to open the container to find out what the label says. So it also sometimes depends what it is, because so, you know some stuff you're not going to be able to use that method, because you know like sauce and stuff. Oh right, right. I mean you can only do it in certain in certain uh, things. So that's that's an option. Um, by the way, Dorlin is is completely facilitating Braille together at this point. I've turned it over to her capable hand. She's very creative and she's doing the ongoing day to day. So that's for Braille together in Braille room. 
Um, and the other thing that's true is you mentioned the soup call, Herbie, right? Did you mention the soup call? I have not. We were, we were about to get into that. So let's okay. hold for oh, cool. Okay, cool. Because I'm really We're going to do Tori's tips, and then we're going to talk about future calls. So Yep. And um, I will be emailing you later, Liz, to make sure that we have all the details so that we can make sure that Herbie's got them so he can submit the details. Yes, the I'd also like to get some feedback from you and Herbie on directions. So I will email you folks. Absolutely. Okay. There you go. All right. Great. Well, just don't ask us for driving directions. We're not good at that. But uh, And don't ask me to read a map. Just don't. Yeah. No. All right. Thank you, Liz. Okay, so do we have any other raised hands? Not in No raised hands in Clubhouse. I'm sorry. All right. Nope, your guys are good. All right. So, Tori, do you have any uh, thing for Tori's tips that we haven't already talked about? Um, the only real uh, tips, one of which is mentioned on the recipe itself, um, which is if you are, have a gluten issue, use gluten-free oats. I know, really complicated. Um, and the other one is, if for some reason you don't, um, you do have a nut allergy. Again, as we meant, we have mentioned this before, you can either not use nuts or use whatever nuts you can tolerate. Um, it does suggest in the recipe that you use seeds, but I mean, even those. It's optional. The main things you need for your granola are the syrups and oil and the oats and for something to be added. So, you know, you can add dried fruit, you can add shredded coconut, you can add nuts, you can add seeds, whatever. Um, also, just because it specifies that you need to have maple syrup or honey does not mean you have to have either. If you can't get hold of maple syrup and either can't or don't eat honey, then you can use any other kind of syrup. Again, we have mentioned all these before, but I thought I'd just run through them quickly again. Definitely. All right. Thank you there, Tori. Okay, guys. Um, well, Tori, I should ask you, what are we cooking next week? Fudge. Fudge, that's right. Okay. And uh, that's right. I'll I'll talk to you about the fudge recipe. I was, I think, is going to work because um, um, I know I we had several of them that have been given to me recently, and um, one of them I think calls for a stovetop and it to be brought to a rolling boil. And because somebody asked about that on the cooks list, I thought that'd be a fun topic to explore. So. Um, I'll get permission. Uh, I'll talk to my consultant to later today. Well, as long um, as we, we, our opinion is, as long as we're making fudge, then you're fine. Okay. Okay. So Good. we're gonna let you choose which fudge recipe, but you have to make fudge. Now I'm just curious if you can hear oh, the singing in the background. Yes. All right. So you're but getting a rehearsal, guys. I've stopped. I was trying to tell you to shush before she hears you commenting that we could just about hear her. Okay. I, I honestly wasn't sure because I can hear it very clearly and I wasn't sure how long We only just heard and only when you stopped to see if we could. Okay. Okay. I, I, all right. Very well. All right. We have a raised hand then. Who have we got? Roberta. Hello, Roberta. Roberta. 
Good morning. Um, I just wanted to mention for um, Braille adhesive paper, <coughs> excuse me, if you contact Seedlings Braille Books, they will send you scrap hey, Google material. Stop. Oh, All right. okay. Seedlings at no Braille cost. Books. At no cost. So <laughs> seedlings, seedlings Braille Books, they make books with um, Braille made out of the adhesive braille paper and they this they cut it out and put it in books for children yeah because um, they make the books as print and braille correct and yeah. um if you contact them they will send you an envelope of scrap material at no cost awesome yeah a great tip thanks roberta you bet thank you all right i should really connect with dorla at some point and see if we can put together a call at where you know that focuses more on cooking and braille and where they intersect and could talk about things like braille cookbooks and uh, different braille labeling methods because this could be an interesting conversation so that's something far into the future but uh, we've got things to cook in the meantime so i've taken the granola out of the pan and uh it will be cooling now for uh, 45 minutes and We'll find out how it looks after 45 minutes. And uh, so that's... More importantly, how it tastes. Exactly. You have another hand. And... All right, <laughs> we have another hand. All right. Elizabeth. Hello, Liz. Elizabeth. Hey, hi there. Uh, Herbie, I'll, I'm happy to support that. I think Dorlin is really busy at this point, but I would be happy to do the cookbook well, thing we... and work with you and... That'll be an option if you want to do that, because I have lots of real cookbooks. And... We have a pretty busy schedule for the next, um, like... Oh, I just meant if you wanted anyway, to so. use me as a resource, because yeah. I, know, I, I don't yeah. know what Dorland does for well, we may, Well, we, may, we can talk about it off call, but I mean... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah. all I wanted to do. Hey. Yeah. I, we'll just say this much. Unless, if you have my email address, you can email directly if yeah, you want. Yeah, we can if all email. interested... If for anybody that's interested and maybe can helping with a collaborative effort later yeah. on, like probably April or May ish. Oh, um, cool. That's oh, what I'm oh, thinking. So anybody who has any recipes they would like to see featured, um, they can yeah. also email either me or Herbie if you have our email addresses, or send an email to acbcooks at gmail.com or community at acb.org and ask to be put in touch with us. Herbie, are you bringing sugar at some liquid involving sugar to a rolling boil? Not today. Um, not today, no. I, uh, we're gonna, uh, we, let's focus on what we're doing today. Oh, all right, good. Okay. So, we're going to worry about the tips for the fudge when we're actually making the fudge. Yes. So, But I will clarify real quick. So the question, if you're not part of the ACB cooks and you didn't see this, but... Um, somebody had a question about fudge and how could they tell if something was brought to a rolling boil? And um, I was trying to decide which fudge recipe I wanted to use. And I thought that, uh, hey, well, you know what? Why don't we actually do a fudge recipe that requires the stove rather than the microwave? And uh, I can talk about, again, how you can tell when something is at a rolling boil. So that's what, uh, you know, I was motivated by. So that's that. But then the following week, while I'm cool, uh, warming up in the Palm Springs, because it is rather cool here, Liz is going to be our guest speaker and is going to talk about soups. And um, 
So we look forward to that. And if that's not enough soup for you in February, yes, you heard her talk about the cream cheese spaghetti back in November, but uh, Bouncing Belinda is going to come back. And uh, she's going to talk about her dill pickle soup. And before so, that, we have brownies and French toast. And Deb's yes, going to be do. coming to talk about her new toy. Yes. So we got a lot of exciting things for you right here on and the that cooking call. That just takes call. us into February. Yep. So as you can tell, we're, we're really packed here, guys. So it's always a good idea to get your requests in early so we know where we're going. So. And you have hands again. All right, we have hands again. You're okay. so popular. I thought I, I had hands the whole I time. Am. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. But these hands actually went up in the air. Uh -huh. oh, okay. mine, mine didn't. Okay. Yeah. So we get the birthday boy again, and then we got Cheryl after the birthday boys. Hi, birthday All right. boy. Hi. So I just got to real. Hold on. I got to realize, though, Nelvis, are the hands caught? Are people's hands in the air because they're caught in the trap and they can't? Okay, never mind. Oh, um, he's such a suspicious <laughs> mind. Don't pay attention. To um, how is it? Hopefully, we don't get any Kentucky rain coming our way. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, I wanted to ask um, earlier. Did you just turn the fan uh, in um, from back to front, or did you mix the things up in the pan? I just turned the pan completely around, so I did a full like uh, you know it was long yeah. By, yeah. long ways, and then I just turned it again, so it was long ways from the back. I kind of nudged mine a little bit, but it does say to fully stir it, but it's really hard to stir a baking sheet. Yeah, stuff without. I think oil. that's where well, that's where your idea of the silicon mat, I think, would be a little bit more conducive to stirring. Yes. Yeah. And then, um, how's the texture once come uh, it's out of the oven, or um, is it still soft, or does it need like um, does it crisp crisp up over time, or? Um. Yeah. Okay. Good question. This is the first time both of us are making this at the moment. Um, you know, it's kind of hot, so it's difficult to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, but the recipe as, does give instructions for clumping the granola if you want it more clumped. Um, so, so but, yeah, I, yeah, I think it's kind of judging by the stuff it says about clumping it and stuff. I would guess that as it cools, it will firm up a bit more. Okay. Yeah, I'm guessing it's pretty dangerous to touch now with all the hot sugar. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then um, uh, I read online a few recipes that seem to follow the same set of rules. Uh, what they do instead, uh, they reduce the um, coconut oil and the uh, syrup a, a little bit, and then they put uh, either like something like peanut butter or pumpkin puree. Or even I saw one that had um, strawberry puree. So that might interesting. make um, interesting mm. combinations. So it's like a third of each instead of half a cup, half a cup. The peanut butter would be, be the best just because it would reduce the sugar content, provided you use the plain peanut butter. Yeah, but, but that's if you're concerned uh, about the sugar content. Yeah, yeah. I, I would probably But I don't add, know like, that reducing the stuff is going to like make it any healthier because of the extra stuff you're adding in otherwise is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I'd probably add in like something like uh, cocoa powder uh, and and that peanut butter just to make that combination. I, I, cocoa I don't powder think for it, sure, yeah. 
I, I yeah. don't think that um, yeah, he, I don't think his thought was about making a healthier herb. Yeah, yeah he was uh, talking yeah. about different flavors. <laughs> but given the fact that I was asked a little bit ago about chocolate syrup, I don't think adding cocoa powder into this granola would be a good idea. So, um, not this particular batch. Maybe another time. Yeah, may, maybe another time. Yeah. Okay. So we have two hands, and Cheryl is first, and then Elizabeth. All right. If we uh, miss, uh, say, this particular hour with you all, is there another way we could listen to this? Because this is just so informative. There are several ways you can listen to this. One, there is the Herbie's Cooking Corner YouTube channel, which you can find on the email. Um, and I will get this call uploaded and um, quite a few others, actually. Times. Since I have time, I actually did get a new call uploaded uploaded last week, the uh, steak and mashed potatoes one. So I am slowly starting to work on all that again. Another way is if you are in Clubhouse, this is available as a replay in the ACB club. So you can just go to the club page and um, you can also um, get somebody to go in there for you and copy the link and send it to you in an email and it'll play through your web browser. It is also put up as a podcast on the ACB media page. Again, eventually. And again, eventually. It's actually probably a lot yeah. more, is a lot quicker turnaround though than my YouTube at the moment. But, uh, uh-huh. and then finally, I also do want to mention that also one of the things you see in the email now is a link to a Dropbox folder that has most of the recipes that I've done, including, and it'll have this one as well in text format. And I do it in text format so that way anybody can read it. You don't have to have Word or anything like that. You can also and subscribe to the ACB cooks list and I will be posting the recipes there. Yep. Sure. Well, the conversations and the questions are so, so helpful. This is, you know, that gives is- me an idea. I could at least post the replay links to the clubhouse because to the cooks list, because even if you yeah. don't have clubhouse, they open up on the website. Why don't you talk to Courtney about that? I just uh, might. When you did, you mean you said you did it in text format, or you mean you're doing it in text files? The recipes are in text files. The, yes. the recipes, it's just the recipes. Text, just the recipes. If you want the whole experience, the whole cooking call experience, more than just the recipe, then you need to either listen on YouTube, listen to the podcast, or go on and listen to the replay via Clubhouse, which will be available. That last one will be available within about 10 minutes at most of the call ending as a general. So, so to go into Clubhouse, I just have to go to the ACB Cooks page. Yep. ACB Club. Yep. ACB, oh, ACB Club. Yeah, the and ACB then, Club. Yep. It is 21 minutes after the hour, Herbie. Just let you know. Perfect. All right. Okay, and so you'll this see is replays. Hour and a half long. This, this group yes. is an hour and a half long yes. unless unless we're done sooner and finish. Okay. Sooner Thank you yet. so much. I'll let you move on. Okay. Nope, that's uh, not a problem. All right. Thank you there, Cheryl, and great question. And Elizabeth. Yeah. Hi there. Um, I've been experimenting with granola for years and made lots of different kinds. And the first thing I think might be simple is if you have a large roasting pan, which is um, 
basically has sides that are a bit higher than your cookie sheet. So maybe another couple inches high, but it's a big surface. So at that point, it's easier to stir stuff. It's also easier to take it in and out of the oven with a lot of um, um, uh, like yeah, rainy was... stuff floating around. So there's a lot of reason for using a roasting pan. It was um, something like that that I did, which is how come I was able to stir mine about a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing that I've done is it's four cups of it's four cups of like oats, flaxseed, whatever your combination of dry, and then a cup of wet. And the cup of wet can be a half cup of oil, and then it can be the um the half cup of sweetener, or it can be like a half cup of a quarter cup of oil that you put down on the pan, and then you can put like peanut butter and apple juice to make up the other parts of the cup and stir it into the granola mixture and let it sit and then spread that out on the oiled pan. I tend to throw oil down on the pan first because it just means I don't have to buy those mats and it I just do that. Also, if you if you let it cool down in the oven, it tends to clump more. And yes, as it cools down, it does clump more and gets more... Um, um, crunchy but i don't know whether you've got the right um amount of time to cook it because it varies time to time and place to place so you kind of have to play with that a bit you know you might need well, another five minutes find you'll find out it's fun yeah yep all right i did use a 13 by 9 pan like i said it's because of the parchment paper i didn't really want to tackle stirring if i didn't have to um i thought about using oil but since there was already coconut oil in there. And it's really technically, I mean, it was more than, it's like six cups of dry ingredients because this recipe calls for four cups of oats by itself. So, um, yeah, you're right. It's very, it just basically, it's it varies from recipe yep. to recipe. It does. So, all right. Thank you, Liz. Anybody else on either platform? No one in Zoom. Uh, cool. None in Clubhouse at this time. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody. We uh, got uh, Nelvis, uh, Nifty NASCAR Nancy Nelvis, who does, uh, I think you still do. Do you still do Nifty NASCAR Nancy Nelvis's Nook? Uh, I, I'm taking a couple, a few weeks break from that, but I will probably resume it at some point. Well, if you're feeling lonesome tonight, don't look for Nancy's nook then, folks. And, it wouldn't have been tonight uh, anyway. It was Friday. I know, but I know. Well, I, anyway. Um, so uh, I, I guess you're just saying, you know, these uh, Elvis jokes just don't. So, well, okay. <laughs> um, I love it. <laughs> And uh, Allison, who uh, does indeed do the uh, gospel sing every mo Sunday, Monday night, yikes, Sunday night. Sorry, Allison. It's Monday um, morning to me. That's it, that's yeah, okay. So it's, for Emily, it's the second and fourth Sundays of each month. Yep. Yeah. For Tori in the Circu, uh, Circu, it's more like Monday afternoon, I think, because she's what, like two hours ahead of you, Tori? It's still Monday morning for both of us. Okay. Because it starts so. at um, 1 a.m. for me, so about 3 or so for her. Yeah, so they get to start off their day with gospel singing, and everybody else gets to end their day. Who is the uh, more fortunate one? That's an interesting question. Oh. Um, anyway, so uh, 
if we want to start Melville still come so, so, so Melvis, I guess at some point you can come on gospel sing and sing and, and you know do your uh, rendition of how great thou art there so uh, uh, you um, never know there uh, this might show up you never know <laughs> There you go. <laughs> okay. I, I, we're doing a lot of bad habits here, guys. But uh, my thanks to uh, Twinkling Tori, as always. And uh, right now, what's happening over, ne- in, over on ACB is the Neighborhood Coffee Catch. Uh, oh, sorry, Neighborhood Coffee Clatch. And uh, you can learn more about that. And all the other cores on, calls on Presents ACB every uh, morning. Uh, oh, no, it's every ACB evening, presents. silly. Oh, you're right. It is. It, it is every evening at uh, 9 a.m. So that's right. I don't know how that. Yeah. Was well, every afternoon yeah, at 9 a.m. Yeah. For me, it is oh. every afternoon at 9 a.m. What? Exactly. <laughs> and it's funny because for me, it's every morning at 8 a.m. But well, technically, it's going to be six a.m. in a couple of weeks. But technically, it's every afternoon at two p.m. for me. But well, every six a.m. where I come from. So every <laughs> afternoon, I get told that it's nine a.m. So yeah. All right. So now that we've all got you mixed up, it's every morning at nine a.m. Eastern, eight a.m. Central. So uh, be sure to join us for that, as well as the other great calls happening throughout the day today. You've got unmute presents, abacus made complicated. Oh, I'm sorry, Applicus made simple. I got that mixed up. Uh, you got uh, homophones. How you about got the no way, something else. Yep. Uh, let's say <laughs> well, America offline and the uh, Sierra Social Hour. There's also a craft. You guys are so bad. I swear. <laughs> we are so good. Um, I, we must laughing, have been which good. is funny because Santa Claus came to visit, so we must have been good. So there. And I didn't get any lumps of coal, so. There you go. See? We're That's good. a good thing then. Yeah, we're all good. Too. <laughs> okay. It is. Um, but, yeah, there's also crochet today. If you're not busy in between all the other calls, you know. Yep. So on that note, guys, a last call for hands. Going once. Not here. Going twice. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we do have one raised hand. Just a moment. I'm going to have to bring two them minutes. up. All right, two minutes. So, so this will be our last person's word. Yep, who we got? Uh, well, he hadn't come up yet. There he is. It's called Fatball. Austin. Awesome. All right, Austin. Austin. Okay, sorry. Hey, it's it's Fatball here. Austin, (laughs) make it quick, Austin, because we're short on time. Okay. I'm sorry. We're almost out we're, of time, quick, Austin, so, so we need you. We need you to tell us quick, okay? Okay. Um. Uh, something about the corner thing. Uh, what is this? Okay, you know I have to uh, go on your mic because my dog is annoying. Then it sounds like they're after you there, Austin. I heard those sirens in the background. So good luck. Good luck at the crossbar Hilton. Yep. Good luck at the crossbar Hilton. I hear their coffee there is not really good. So Mm. Um, So take your own. Yeah. 
All right. Well, that's going to do it for us, guys. I uh, hope you all got something out of this recipe. It's called next week. We will be going back to the unhealthy and doing fudge and uh, and then soup. And then um, we'll go the from there. Healthy. I think. Yeah. So we're going to the uh, healthy, the unhealthy, the, the, then back to the healthy and then back to the unhealthy. So. Um, yeah, well. My thanks to everybody. Thanks to Deb for streaming. 